$200. A Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Super NES Podcast. This is episode number 128 this time. Uh, I am Greg. He is George, and we're all. And as always, we're welcome to have you here. Uh, how are you, George? Uh, I am not you, but I am me. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, kind of get a sense of like dual identity playing this game, so it kind of fits. But anyway, <laughs> um, but so yeah, uh, um, this was my pick around this time, and we're going to be covering one of the more obscure games on the console. Uh, one of the things, one of the things I really love about this podcast, uh, which is also true of many other game podcasts, for example, like Ferg's Great Twenty Seven Hundred Game by Game Podcast. Uh, hello, Ferg. Glad to have you back. Um, is that cool? Ferg's here. Uh, I, I meant, I meant, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I meant in general terms because he, he took, he took a six month break and he's now releasing episodes again. So, but I'd see he's back. Yes. Same here. But anyway, uh, he said constantly in his podcast and I feel the same way is that you know, like, like that when you have a library as big as, as big as this one, uh, there, uh, with hundreds and hundreds of games, there are many, there are many games that's, there are many games that's, that's, that's through the cracks that don't. You know, they don't get the attention uh, attention that they might deserve uh, because they're uh, um, um, you know because they were the victims of either bad timing or small companies or small print runs or any other um, uh, or any other factors that may have come into or play. Or original to poor reception. That that's true too. Um, hmm. Just just a uh, or bad translations that happened with a couple games. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, well, well, translation slash port. I mean, you know, some of the ports of the games are handled like pretty sloppily. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, um, this game covering this episode definitely fits the it definitely fits the it definitely fits like that category of being obscure. Whether or not whether or not it's a good game or not, we're gonna we're gonna hash out as we go through the podcast. But, uh, so, but we're looking at the obscure um, platformer, I guess. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. I would so, say it's yeah. like a action platformer maybe yeah 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 that's a good description of it uh we're covering the game on nosferatu which was a uh uh which is a which is a horror themed action platformer game i probably should add on uh that was developed and published by cita corporation uh for super nes in 1994 in japan 1995 north america so anyway uh but, but before we get into that i do want to talk about here real quick that there is some that there is some interesting super nes news uh in the world to talk about since we've you know, since we last recorded it. So it kind it of exists. Rough. The Super uh, Nintendo. It's out now. Breaking news. Uh, well, you're definitely right. Uh, depending upon, um, uh, depending upon what system we're talking about. So, <laughs> uh, after much speculation and hemming and hawing, it looks like Nintendo did finally did finally make good on some of the rumors that have been floating around. Uh, they recently released 20 games. Uh, should to be played in the virtual console system like their switch it's not so, virtual console well 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 emulation that's what i mean to say so 
Yeah, well, uh, virtual virtual console is a different service because uh, you buy those games. But this, if you have a Switch online membership, which I think is like, what is it, like six bucks a month or something like that? Yeah, it's I forget. pretty cheap. It's, it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, you get access to a select number of uh, NES games and Super Nintendo games now. Right. Yep. So I know the NES service sucks because I've typically seen the list. It does not. Well, the game. Well, let's just say the games they have. They, let's just say the, the game selection is not the best. But hey, this no. was the first time that we ever got versus Excite Bike over here in North America, and well, you can play it online with friends. Well, that was also out like for the. Um, oh, what do they call the arcade machine back in the day? Um, uh, oh, uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the Burst Machine. I'm pretty sure that game was on there too. So, but as far well, as well, I mean, movies, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean on console, because yeah, it was on the Famicom yeah. Disk System. I almost oh, yeah, said the the. I almost said that the wrong way, and that <laughs> almost made me say something I shouldn't say. Well, anyway, I don't think anybody has any complaints. Complaints here. Complaints about 20 games that Hino that that Hino made available on the on the system. Oh, like Super, the, the Super those Nintendo games. Collection. Yeah, those games they chose much better selection. Uh, there are, well, I had the list here. There are a few, uh, what if, like, really games, but I think for the most yeah. part, it's a pretty, like, solid list. Yeah, no, um, compared to, like, compared to, like, the original run when they first had the first how many, uh, NES games on that mm -hmm, service, yeah. it was kind of like, uh, I mean, it's, the, the selection's much better, but, right. I, yeah, I, this is a much stronger choice of games compared right. to that. So, like, the 20 games currently available are Bra Brothers, Demon's Crest, uh, Joe Mac 2, Lost in the Tropics, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Star Fox, Super EDF, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World 2, Super Puyo Puyo 2, Super Tennis, Breath of Fire, F-Zero, Kirby's Dream Course, Power Wings, Stunt Race FX, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Soccer, and Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. So, That's a good uh, selection. Yep, and like the other NES games, you also have the rewind function that you can do, uh, uh, available in it. Um, you know, I don't have a Switch myself, so I can't really say how the games play, but um, I've heard pretty good comments and seen um, and seen and seen, seen observations online that they're, you know, the games, you know, the games play just fine. So. So as somebody who has a Switch, uh, they play good um, because the Switch D-pad is nice and clicky. Mm -hmm. So that's nice. Uh, all the buttons are nice and clicky, which is really nice. So it feels good. And yep. even the online multiplayer stuff is, is pretty good. I played some games with a friend uh, right. somewhat recently online, and we didn't have any trouble or anything. And we had some fun. Cool. But uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, also like for those purists out there, Nintendo, Nintendo apparently, 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 learns here is also going to be releasing a USB-C Super NES controller, uh, the flight switch as well that you can pick up. Uh, uh, you, 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 if you prefer to use that instead. But, um, but is there a price uh, on that yet? Uh, Thirty bucks. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's cheaper than I thought it was going to be. Well, the catch is well, the catch is well, the catch is you have to be a Switch Online subscriber to buy it. What? Nintendo, why do you <laughs> make decisions that make me wonder if you're actually aliens or not?
<laughs> it's like Nintendo's being run by aliens. Like, what kind of decisions are these? Well, also, also in the strange and strange decision category, uh, um, unlike the NES uh, games, they're not planning upon adding adding new games monthly. They're going to be added on a regular schedule, apparently. I think so. part of the thing is maybe trying to get the rights to put them on there. I mean, yeah, Nintendo at themselves yeah. have their own games, right. but. I feel like they want to have enough of an even spread of third party as well. So yeah, because they're going to have to try to track down rights and everything and see if they can get, I don't know. Right, because a lot of these games here in this first batch are, are kind of Wait, I know why. Because they keep shutting down all these ROM sites. They're trying to find <laughs> the ROMs for the games and they're having trouble. I get it. Okay. That's what uh, it is. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, it, yeah, so, for an opening lineup, it's a pretty good selection of games. Uh, there's definitely some, like, great games on here. Um, the really only questionable ones, there, there's really, really only, there's really only, like, about four that I might say are questionable. Uh, Brawl Brothers is perfectly, you know, perfectly fine, serviceable, 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 beat-em-up game. But there's so many other better... There is a much better selection right. than that to put on the yeah. service. Yeah. But again, uh, it might, it might come to, again, it might come to rights and stuff like that. Right, I mean... Um, Super Puyo Puyo 2, we never got over here in the States. That's a curious, uh, curious game to include. That's a good game. Um, yeah. Technically, yeah, we did get a Puyo Puyo game. True. Multiple times. Uh, there was Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is one of them. Right. There was another game, I think, that we got that was, like, renamed and, like, mm. like, uh, all the assets were, like, changed to something different. I, I can't think of what it is off the top right. of my head. Right, yeah. So, uh, Stunt Race FX is another curious, curious game to include because uh, the game is impressive for its time, but I really don't know how well it plays, it plays these days. I wonder if they were trying to see how their service would run with it, and since they already had it, hmm. they'd said, you know what, we might as well put it on. You know what I mean? Right. Because that requires special hardware. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah, and Joe Mac 2 is a good game. I just don't think it's as good as the first game. So, um, you know, again, kind of a curious, you know, curious selection. But, I, I have nothing uh, to say about that game. I don't really uh, know much about it. it. Uh, Super Super EDF though is a very pleasant surprise to have on here. But that's a Super very good, what? Uh, a Super EDF, uh, Earth Defense Force. Oh, okay. I thought you said something uh, else. No, uh, it's a shooter game. We covered it way yeah. back when. No, I know what it is. I just I but, I misheard yeah. you. Yeah, no worries. Yep. So, yep. I mean, I mean, it's a very good game. I like it a lot. It's uh, uh, very, uh, um, you know, it, it, you know, um, it's just another tiny back to this episode. Just another like hidden gem for the system. I think that um, you like get overlooked for a long time. So, I think I prefer playing the the, the new EDF games. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, there's a few Capcom games here in this selection, this selection but most of these games here are Nintendo properties. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about Joe Mac 2. I'm not sure, I'm not sure which company made that game, but I know that they, uh... It was or, or the Joe and Mac company. <laughs> uh, or Brawl Brothers. I'm not sure who made, uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure who made that one either, but I know the Demon's Crest and, uh, Some of these games don't even have, like, owners anymore like some of these games are like some of these titles are abandonware basically so 
Yeah, oh, uh, Joe and Mac, I think it was Data East property. And so, uh, Data East is dead defunct these days. So that, um, yeah, but there's another uh, so. company that holds some of their, right. their titles. Their, True. uh, yep. copyright, whatever the heck it is. Sure, yep. Yeah, there's, there's, I think there's like, there's a company that holds the rights to like Burger Time or something right now. Yep. I don't yep. know. Yeah. So, video games are but, weird. Yep, indeed. So, anyway, uh, glad to see this. Yeah, glad to see this feature added. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully additional games will come out pretty soon. You know, also be like, you know, good selections. So, um, but uh, yeah, and we've, and you know, we've covered a lot of these games already on the podcast. If you want to hear some in-depth talk about them, you can always go back to past episodes. Um, so, but anyway, um, but speaking about like hidden gems. Uh, I did not know what this game uh, Genesis Gems. Oh, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. we're talking about this game. Oh, yes, okay. I did. I, yeah, I, I did not know about this game until recently. Um, I happened to see a video on a YouTube one day and it looked interesting. So, uh, I figured, yeah, let me go ahead and slide into the podcast. Or the podcast covered to, to cover some point. Um, somebody, somebody, um, somebody, somebody in that same YouTube video, I cannot take credit for this. Uh, so, um, uh, so this is not an original thought. Uh, said this game was a combination of Prince of Persia meets Final Fight with a, just like a little bit of Castlevania sprinkled in. Uh, the Prince of Persia okay. part, most definitely. But uh, Castlevania, I could kind of see why. But mm, I don't I, know. I think it's accurate. I, uh, uh, accurate. I mean, your guy is doing a lot of beat-em-up in this game. So, but... Um, you know, either with his fist or weapons. So, yeah, you know, seems to fit. Um, we've not covered Cedar Corporation yet. Uh, no surprise, most of our games did not get released here in the, in the West. Uh, so, let's, so let's talk about them, like, real brief, brief, briefly here. Uh, Cedar was a, uh, um, Cedar Corporation was around from 1985 to 2009. Um, they mostly published games for Nintendo systems. Um... But and was, um, you know, and they're, and they're mostly known for their golf and puzzle titles. Uh, and, and like I said before, most of their games did not get most of their games did not leave Japan. Uh, they also developed, curiously enough, an arcade system known as the uh, an arcade system known as the Alex 64, spelled A L E C K, uh, which is based on Nintendo 64 uh, hardware. Yeah, you saw a lot of that stuff. Like, there's one that's based off the Dreamcast hardware. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's one based off of original Xbox hardware. You saw a good amount of that stuff uh, uh, all the time. So, just to mention a few of their a few of their better so uh, so just to mention a few of their uh, better better known uh, better known uh, better known games over here in the West. Uh, for the NES, they released uh, *The Adventure of Tom Sawyer*, which is a very good, uh, like a very good uh, action game based upon the, the, the based upon the book. Um, Eight Eyes, which is kind of a Castlevania-ish game that's also like very solid. Um, the infamous the infamous prototype *Bioforce Ape*, which uh, uh, which was which finally found and dumped last year, so we could all play it. Um, Wait, that was only last year. I think it was. I think it was last year. Maybe it was, uh, last year. Maybe the game. The game was known. The, 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 uh, well, the game was known before that, but the right. game had been. Uh, but the game had been dumped to that point. Huh. I thought it was like a few years ago or something. It could have been 2017. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I might be off. 
Uh, for Super NES, they also released the F1, the F1 Rock 1 and 2 uh, racing games. Uh, and they also released, um, uh, they also released a Chopper Attack for the N64. Um, and also, oh, and also, uh, and also, uh, um, uh, uh, like also a very solid, like a solid shooter, um, uh, Project, like Project Slipede. The Death of Flight 360, which came out here by Square Enix. You mean Sulfied? Uh, Sulfied, yes, yeah, sorry. But, but, uh, their last game was 2000, was 2004, after releasing Legend of Golfer, like the GameCube. I think that was Japanese only game. Um, uh, their parent company, their, their parent company, their parent company finally, their parent company finally dissolved them in 2009. So, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty unknown company, like I said, here in the West, at least. So, um, the inspiration for this game came upon, uh, like, came upon one of the programmers said, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 said in a, said in a very, a very brief, uh, interview bite from an article I found online, uh, was loosely based, was loosely based upon, inspired by the famous, uh, German sound film, Nosferatu from 1922, um, uh, which is a, uh, which the company there made kind of secretly, secretly, they wanted to, uh, they wanted to make a Dracula-inspired movie, but they didn't want to, like, pay the rights to the estate, uh, Bram Stoker, so they kind of changed a few things to get around that, but it didn't stop the company from being sued, um, uh, the company from being sued to oblivion anyway, so, um, and most of the copies of the movie were supposed to be destroyed, but a few of them did survive, and nowadays it's, like, nowadays, nowadays like, it's like to be a classic, so, um, you know, you know, kind of interesting about that. Um, uh, so Nosferatu just kind of, uh, sort of kind of a, uh, just basically means a vampire, um, um, as you probably already, like, already, like, figured out. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a cinnamon. It's not really, um, it's not really like a... It's a know, it's cinnamon? Really... Yes. You mean a synonym? Yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Either I heard you wrong, and I'm just I'm I'm just like getting loopy here, or I don't know what's going on. I heard cinnamon. Uh, either that might just be me. That might just be me. Yeah, either one's a possibility. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, so yeah, so the plot of this game is pretty basic. Um, uh, the Yukatro young man, like I mean, like is the very boring name of Kyle. Um. And during the, yeah, um, during the game, and during the game, uh, your girlfriend Aaron is kidnapped by the, was kidnapped by the vampire Nosferatu, and you're trying to ride to his castle uh, to defeat him and get your girlfriend back. So, uh, in between stages, the game shows you a map, kind of shows you your progress, uh, <laughs> your progress, your, your progress as you progress as you as you as you go through the game. Uh, it's pretty short if you know what you're doing. Uh, you know, the long play online is only like a, a, a um. Um, it's only like 55 minutes long, so, um, you know, not a terribly long game. So, the actual gameplay, uh, it does have a lot in common with Prince of Persia, because you're doing a lot of, um, uh, because the gameplay is, um, is, like, all side-scrolling based. You're doing a lot of, like, jumping, climbing up, climbing down, uh, going through doors, checking out dead ends, that kind of stuff. Uh, definitely has a very, like, you know, Prince of Persia feel to it, uh, like, should they go through it, so... Uh, the game overall has six stages, and there's a boss fight, um, there's a boss fight, uh, a boss fight, 
uh, but a boss fight at the end of every stage. And Kyle can also find various weapons uh, like along the way to help him out. Uh, he starts off with his fists. He's a pretty good fist. He, he's pretty good. You know, he's pretty good at using the fist, actually, considering he doesn't look that strong. I thought you were so. going to say he's a pretty good fister. And I was very. <laughs> I was going to be very concerned. No, I made sure not to say that. <laughs> okay. Um. So, um, he also has. Uh, so Kyle also has. Uh, um, uh, Kyle also has a number of like unique moves, unique moves, special combos you can use, like uh, run which, and jump. Yes. Uh, well, also, well, also like uppercut and throw and that kind of stuff. So, right. right. Um, and that kind of, and those combos are very helpful to, to get to the, to get through the game. These enemies, to be enemies do get stronger, stronger as you go through the game. Yes. Um, the enemies. The, the game enemies gets pretty, harder as you play. It's a very oh, yes. weird concept, but. That's that's a weird concept. I thought most games did that. It's sarcasm, <laughs> Greg. But all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Well, well, uh, well, uh, well. You also get stronger as the game goes on. Thank God. But um, yes, yes. Uh, you're able to get. So you're able to find various kinds of crystals. Crystals that fly to go through the game. Uh, red crystals are used to give you power ups. Uh, for like the three crystals you get, that gives you a power up. Um, and green and green crystals, green crystals recover your health. Uh, blue crystals extend the extend your health bars so that you can take more damage. And you get Pepsi crystals. Pepsi crystals? Yeah, like Crystal Pepsi. Oh yes, they, yeah. They actually they actually brought that back for a limited time last year. That was pretty good. Yeah, we didn't get any of that over here. Oh, that sucks. But yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so. Um, the enemies of this game are of you're pretty you're pretty standard horror like horror fare. You have like Frankenstein monsters, zombies, gargoyles, ghosts, that kind of stuff. So uh, the bosses are pretty generic. Also, you have, um, you know you know you have a werewolf, a beast man, etc. etc. So, um, but you know it does a job. You know the enemy. Um, you know there's always. You know, I do. I do like the fact how enemies don't always appear. There are some. There are some quiet areas of the game. So, like you know, there are certain. There are certain parts of the stage, especially kind of more hidden out of the way areas. Um, you know, we, you know, we're not accosted to. You know, accosted every like five seconds. So, gives you a chance to be. Able to, you know, it gives you a chance to be able. To, you know, gives you a chance to be able to. Uh, to be able to get your. You know. You know, get your bearings, catch your breath again. Yep. So um, anyway, so the gameplay as I mentioned before is kind of a unique mix, a unique mix, a unique mix between Prince of Persia elements and also some fighting elements. Look like you go through the game. Um, the uh, the gameplay itself I thought was pretty solid. The biggest that um, um, so the biggest problem, well, 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 there were well there were several problems ahead of the game, but the biggest problem I think as far as the actual gameplay itself is that your uh, a your character movements are very slow. Uh, you're very like you know like plotting, plotting deliberate type. So it's hard to, to it's very hard to do anything in this game with any kind of like new deliberate speed. Uh, also, uh, the controls, the controls I thought were kind of frustrating. Um, I mean they're perfectly fine, but they just kind of, they're, they're, but they don't, they don't feel. The right. thing I'm about the way that the game controls is like you go into like different modes and it's weird right, yeah. and annoying. So like. Uh, normally you're just like, I don't know how to, you're just neutral, I guess you can say, and you're walking around right. and then what is it? You have to, do you have to double tap the D-pad to run? Yes. Yeah. 
that I don't like when games do that, but that that's how you run. And yep. then when you when you attack, you go into this fighting mode and you're locked into I'm pretty sure you're locked into looking one way unless you think you have to hit a button to turn around or something. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Yep, and yep, then you're stuck in this fighting mode and I had some trouble figuring out how to like put my fist down so then I I think you have to double tap to run again? I'm not sure. It's a lot of like it's it's kind of clunky. It is, yeah. So I mean I mean it's like Super DS has lots of buttons on it. I they kind of feel like they could have done you know you know like did a better job of mapping it. Yeah, that's another it. thing is there's a lot of games on this platform that are like you're using like three out of the how many buttons on the controller to do stuff and um, uh, count well we count our well we should well we count our and select eight buttons so and that doesn't even like i mean technically pad. i wouldn't uh, they're more of like a utilities type of thing like they're not sure. like a, not like a commonly used thing like starts usually pause and select is usually like change weapon or you know it's some sort of like utility button so i technically don't count them but like i don't i don't think this game used all the face buttons right it used three of yeah use three of them it's yeah. like you can add a run button you can add a, a combat mode button you know yeah. like uh what does it get karateka where you have to like put you have to go into combat mode to fight and then yes to, yeah. to go around you have to get out of combat mode and could have been kind of like that but um yeah there's more buttons it just makes me think like like if i was making a game for this platform and I was only using three buttons out of the however many, uh, four face buttons and two uh, shoulders, four right. shoulder buttons. If I'm only using like three buttons out of all of that, I'd be thinking like, how can I use like the whole controller instead of just using three buttons? But I don't yeah. know if there's a time restraint on this game or or yeah, what, I don't, but yeah, or, I don't know. It I don't know where like they were really focusing, but definitely this game looks like they. It feels like they focus more on, um, like visual design and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this game uh, looks wonderful, actually. Yeah, yeah. I was actually gonna mention the graphics next, but um, um, uh, but yeah, just to finish up the controls like real quick. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It makes me wonder. Makes, makes me wonder. The, it makes me wonder the game wasn't initially intended for some other system, and they decided to, uh, um, you know, and they decided just to put it in the Super NES later on. Oh, I don't know about. It that but it definitely it definitely feels clunky and there's there there right. is much more like room like there's much more breathing room on the controller here yeah and they just exactly i'm not sure if it's just because of how game design was back then or mm. what you know you, you can yeah, only imagine sure. really right yeah, I, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't. Unfortunately, I, I don't have an answer for that. I mean, yeah. the control. I, like, I mean, like, I mean, the controls are fine. They get the job done. They're just not very user friendly. I, I'd probably say it definitely takes a bit to get used to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, your biggest aggravation playing your biggest aggravation playing this game is gonna be the controls. I think because mm, I um, definitely had some problems. Because 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 there, because there's because there's a time limit, but it's pretty generous. Um. You know the the map's not the map's not the map's not so complicated that you're gonna get lost. Um, you know the difficulty ramps up at a pretty good pace. So as long as you're actually good at a game like this, you, that you're fine. Uh, yeah, the controls are, the controls are definitely gonna be your most frustrating part of the game. But 
Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, George, you definitely mentioned a point. Uh, you, definitely, um, you definitely mentioned a point just then. I was going to bring up to bring up next, like our next talking point. Um, I might go so far as make the bold claim that this game might have that this game might be in the top ten list of the best Super NES looking games. Period. Uh, okay. The graphics, you know, the graphic, you know, the graphics are really gorgeous. Uh, I, I mean, these are some like really great graphics, like for a 16-bit system. Um, I There's mean, a lot of attention to detail when it comes to the yeah, visual aspects of this game. Right, exactly. Just the small points too, like you know, the, the monster design, the, the colors used, the background shapes, uh, the scenery, and the boss fights is just simply jaw-dropping. Yeah, and even like even the 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 not really the lighting, but like. The shading of everything is a little mm -hmm. more like right. grayish, and it's like it's a little more gloomy. It's definitely not like a bright, vibrant mm -hmm. game yep. like uh, some other platformers you would see sure. on the platform. Yeah, I'd almost call the actual, the actual, the actual uh, game graphics almost like uh, the game graphics almost like uh, uh, sepia in tone. Uh, I mean, not quite that far, but pretty close to it. Well, yeah, uh, it's. Like it's more of like a yeah. It's it's got like not old timey, but it, it's not like an old timey feeling. It's more of mm, like a yeah. supposed to be a little more grim, a little more right. like um, I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, definitely horrorish. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, 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 I mean, like for sure. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, the lighting, you know, lighting's very good. Um, you know, the walking animations, the fighting animations are pretty solid. Um, you know, your character moves. Uh, yeah, a lot of attention was spent on the graphics, like for sure. So I'd say, I would uh, say that the animations of the the player character are beyond solid. Mm -hmm. uh, look at the little details you have, like you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. His clothing when you're running or you're jumping and falling, like his clothing, like really uh, moves as if you know, as, as if he was actually doing it. it it's such a nice touch. Hmm. Um, sure. Everything um, when when he is jumping, when he jumps straight up to grab a ledge, you know, right. like yeah. basically everything the player character does is, is animated very well. It's very nice. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Very appealing. Uh, there are some brief cutscenes that are used in between chapters to kind of help tell the story, and those, um, I mean, like those cutscenes are also top notch. Like you know, like very very um, you know, good thing graphics. Um, you know, a lot of the intro, you know, a lot of the intro and the ending of the game itself also. So, uh, right. yeah, 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 this was not, yeah, this was not the programmers, this clearly, this clearly was not the programmers first time, first time programming, programming the Super NES because, you know, the graphics are just, because the graphics are so good on the, uh, on the game that, you know, they, you know, you know, they clearly had a, you know, they clearly had experience. And for a small company like this, uh, to be able to, to be able to to be able to bring that much power out of, out of the Super NES for their game is pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, the music the music I thought was very solid too. Uh, like very good soundtrack. Uh, uh, it, it it invokes a certain feeling mm -hmm. um, that definitely matches with the theme of the game. Um, you know what? Yeah, the music is pretty good. Um. Yeah. When I was listening to it, it uh, some of the levels were like giving me this like creepy kind of like um, uh, 
like kind of like it almost made me kind of like jumpy mm-hmm. you know like yeah think, thinking that like something might jump out at you it definitely has like a creepy kind of scary ish kind of feel with some of the tracks and some sure. of the other ones are uh just pretty good it gives you right. a good feeling of how you should basically feel and but also kind of not not too actiony in a way but like definitely just gets you there you know what i mean hmm? oh yeah definitely yeah 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 it's one of those soundtracks that, yeah it's one of those soundtracks that soundtracks i think that grows on you like over time um you know like probably you know like you know maybe you don't like it at first but the, at first but the more you listen to it i mean the more like sinks in I mean, this isn't something I would just go and just listen to randomly, mm-hmm. but sure. But if I were to play the game again, which uh, spoilers, I will not. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely a very nice uh, addition to the game. Yeah, it fits the scene very well, like for sure. So yes, but um, but yeah. So um, your enjoyment of the game, I think I, your enjoyment of the game, I think like I think is gonna I think is I think is gonna depend depend on it depends parts. on what you like. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, yeah, like, do you like Prince of Persia? I, I mean, you know, like, do you like fighting games? Uh, I'd say this game relying, this game cannot re- solely rely on if you like Prince of Persia or not, because no, it's uh, so yeah, different. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Right, right, yeah, you know, that's why I also like, you know, like, fighting games also, because, like, you know, this game also, this game does a very good job of blending, uh, blending, blending, those, blending those two genres together, I thought. Honestly, I don't think the fighting is good enough to bring in any kind of beat em up or fighting game fans to this game? No, not game? by itself, but right. I think together. Yeah, yeah, I think together. Uh, um, you know, you know, you know I, I think, think if together, you like both both of those things, right, and if yeah, you would want to see what a combination is like. That is what this game is, but yeah, yeah, because you, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, because you do fight Prince of Persia. You just don't fight as much as you're fighting like in this game. But, right, and um, the fighting is totally different in that game. Uh, right, exactly. So, yeah. um, you know, mind you, mind you, we're talking about the old school Prince of Persia games. I have no idea. How not the not the Ubisoft 3D. Right, exactly. Yeah, we're so. talking about classic rotoscoped. Yes. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So, yep. uh, but yeah, but yeah, the programmers, so the programmers do seem to, the programmers do seem to have been inspired a lot by Prince of Persia based upon just how the game looks, um, you know, as well as how it plays. Yeah, how it's animated uh, and everything. Yeah, certainly. Mm-hmm. Sir, sure, but. Oh yeah. Um, so I guess, um, so I guess, George, I, I, um, you know, I know you're, I know you're, I know you're something of a fighting fan. Um, do you not like Prince of Persia? I like more of beat-em-ups, but I like Prince of Persia. I really do. But Prince of Persia is pretty different from this game. This game does have some elements of Prince of Persia. True. But, uh, Prince of Persia is more about like, um... I don't remember. I, there, there is a time limit for Prince of Persia, right? Yes, but it's is. not. It's not based on each level. It's just in general, I think, right? I don't remember um, now. It's game based, right? What so this game, know. there's a time limit on each like Level. area, which correct. I, it's it's. I hate time limits in games, really. I but, do also, but the, uh, yeah, I do also. But the time limit in this game didn't bother me; like, wasn't an issue. So, so it was an issue for me because there were times where I got stuck and I couldn't figure out uh, okay. where to go or how to get to my destination. And I makes sense. I think part of it was my fault, but 
Um, there were some levels where I just like, it's like, I need to get to the other side of this wall, but like, and it, it looks like there's something here that I can do, but I just can't figure out what I need to do. I can't push the wall. I can't do this. I can't do that. What do I do? And then I'm stuck roaming around and then I run out of time and it, it sucks. It mm. does. I have to be honest, like the yeah. level by level timer kind of sucks. Um, if there was no timer, that'd be nice because I wouldn't have to rush through. If there was like a general timer, it wouldn't be as bad. But like losing a life because you ran out of time is like such. <sighs> yeah, it sucks. I, I, mean, I hate it. It does suck. Um, I mean, like, you know. But otherwise, you know, yeah. So this game is, I don't know. Prince of Persia had a better like way of exploration compared to this game. Like, you yeah. can do exploring, but it's also like, hey, you can't explore too much or you're going to run out of time and you're going to die. Um, whereas Prince of Persia was basically based on exploration and figuring out, I wouldn't say exactly it's like puzzle-ish, but there's kind of puzzles in there. You have to figure out like when to go and when the trap's activating so you make sure you don't die. Uh, this game has kind of that but it just the prince of persia aspects seem uh more shallow than prince of persia hmm. uh, and the fighting stuff is like very shallow uh i wasn't too fond of it just because of like getting stuck in the fighting mode and also like i think there's only one button you can use for fighting which using one button for fighting in a game isn't super great yeah if yeah. you have to do weird deep head combinations and stuff and yeah i wasn't too I, I didn't like that too much yeah i mean you know i certainly i, I certainly agree with you on some of those issues um i didn't have the same you know all the same problems that you did but um you know i definitely you know i definitely agree prince of persia did some things better um, yeah. uh, all in all though, I did like this game. I thought it was a very unique, unique blend of like Prince of Persia with fighting and with, like a fighting and a little bit of Castlevania sprinkled on it, like for good measure. This is uh, one of those games that I like looking at, but I don't like playing. And enough, I kind yeah, of yeah. like watching yeah. people play it, but not too much. Yeah. Like it's sure. an interest, like I like to watch it to see like what happens later on the game. But right. otherwise, yeah. it I don't really find much replay replayability out of the game, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think this game has a separate. I think I think that game's never been the problem. Yes, because you know. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once you beat it once, it's like you know what's the point anymore. But so right. Uh, but you uh, play. You play. Well, I would say you play it again to see your girlfriend turn into a vampire but you're probably going to do that the first time you play the game <laughs> uh yeah for sure so but uh but yeah i mean like you know i thought this game you know it's yeah the gameplay the gameplay is not great i will um you know i definitely will agree with you on that you know however i think this game does i, I um i think this game does enough uh, does enough unique things uniquely enough um, you know, sorry for that double word choice there. <laughs> um, 
that you know that it that you know that people who enjoy Prince of Persia and fighting games, I think should probably check this game out because I do think it is kind of like a kidden game in the system. I wouldn't go so far as to call it a gem, but it certainly is one of the more games that probably deserved probably deserved more probably deserved more attention than it got on you know back when it got released. Um, because it is a very unique game uh, um, on some ways, and like it, you know, like we said, the graphics in this game are, 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 are the graphics in this game are just absolutely, um, just absolutely gorgeous. So I mean, like you know, like looking, so looking at the game at least for at least for the visual, the visual appeal is uh, uh, appeal at least once is like worth something. But this game these, is like a gold ring you find in the sand at the beach, but then you realize that it's only gilded. Hmm. Yeah, that's what yeah, it's kind of like this game. But, but yeah, I can see that. I mean, like you know, it's not. Uh, I'm. I mean, I wouldn't call it a great game. A great game, but I'd probably call it like. Uh, you would probably call it like a good game. Um, I do agree with you that I wish the programmers had spent more time working upon the actual, the actual control scheme and the gameplay as opposed to as opposed to the graphics and music. But yeah. Well, the, well, the well, the music. Well, the music was actually farmed out to a different company. Um, you know, I. Um, I, um, I did find that in my research. Um, you know, a company called uh, uh, Opus Corporation actually did the music for the game. So. Is that a company that still exists? I couldn't find any information about them. When I said uh, that, I spat all over my mic. That's great. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, all I can tell you is that a ja yeah. All I can tell you uh, to tell you is that it's a Japanese company. So. Okay. But, um, but yeah. So. Um, I, I definitely, I definitely know, I definitely appreciate what the programmers were trying to do here in this game. Um, you know, I, I, um, you know, I, you know, I get what they're going for. I appreciate the effort that they put into it. Um, I think in some ways, you know, I think in some ways it fell off the mark, but, um, I wouldn't go so far as to call this a, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to call this game a flawed gem, but I would call it to be a very interesting experiment. Um, that you know, people who do enjoy games of this nature should uh, uh, of this nature should check out because, like I said, I don't think many people, you know, like I don't, you know, I don't, you, you know, I don't think many people, many people know about this game uh, then or now. It was a small company releasing it with a small print run, which which affected pricing. We'll talk about the here, you know, like in a little bit. So and, and and very, you know, and very few people covered the game when it first came out way back when. So, but uh, yeah, so um, interesting but flawed. I guess is the best way I can describe it. Yeah, yeah. So, about the only people who covered the game uh, back when it was released were two magazines, uh, Joypad and actually uh, Joypad, actually EGM also gave it a review. Um, which I'm surprised they actually, a big, um, you know, a big magazine like that actually, uh, you actually notice a small game like this, but, um, oh, I'm sorry, uh, GamePro also, um, um, uh, also gave the game, uh, like, review, uh, back then. Uh, all the reviews are pretty, are pretty, are pretty much the same. Uh, Joypad's, uh, Joypad's really only outlier, uh, outlier on here of 91%. Makes me wonder if they were bought off or something, but, um, <coughs> but, um, you know, Game Informer, Game Pro, EGM, they all gave it, you know, they all gave it around the same marks, around, you know, like six, um, you know, six and a half, seven, uh, like out of ten, which seems fair to me. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and what they said about the game, we pretty much already, like, a, um, you know, um, and and and, and the, main, the main points about the game are issues are uh, um, your issues, are issues, are issues are that we talked about. Um, uh, you know, they called it. You know, GamePro called it a very frustrating, frustratingly difficult, but still worthwhile cinematic platformer. Um, 
They also criticized, oh, we didn't even talk about this. Something else the game suffers from is a flaw. Uh, no password feature. So. Oh, you, yeah. You, yeah, that's yep, right. So, so, like, so you had, like, if you want to play this game on, on original hardware, you have to be, like, beat it in, like, one sitting. Or, um, or you get so. one of those third-party things that, like, saves where your yep. game was. Right. Yep. So, but. I can't imagine um, what they cost now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know save states are a feature nowadays. I'm just saying, like, you know, way back when, you know, this is definitely a game that would benefit, uh, benefit strongly, uh, benefit, benefit strongly, like a faster feature. So, why I was included, I have no idea. But anyway, um, no. uh, they also, you know, they also praise the strong atmosphere of the game, which I agree with. Um, you know, and the slow-paced strategic approach, which I guess, I guess depends upon what you're looking, uh, looking for the game uh, coming into it. I mean, I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, like, maybe you could say that'd be a good thing or a bad thing, depending upon, you, uh, I mean, depending upon what you want from a game. Right. So, uh, the four reviewers for EGM uh, all praise the graphics and sound, uh, but they all complain about their poor controls, of course. Um, and they also talked about the very, um, you know, and they also, it's like they also talked about the very long, uh, long development cycle. I couldn't find anything online to confirm this, but they mentioned they, meant, they mentioned in their article that apparently this game had been in development for a very long time. It actually, you know, it, um, it actually was announced before the Super NES had even launched in um, um, '91. So um, maybe the game just kind of, you know, maybe some of the you know, maybe some of the problems of the game just uh, just a result of how long the game spent in development. Hmm. So. Um, also, uh, also like from modern, also like also like from you know like from like also like from more modern take on the game, um, our friend and recent and recent co-host on the show, uh, Brett Weiss covered the game, uh, um, uh, like a while back for the All Game uh, website. Um, uh, he uh, he uh, uh, he did that review back in 2015. So, um, he praised the game's graphics and audio. Uh, saying the game was in quote imbued with cinematic style and flair, but also, uh, uh, but also, but also, like everybody else did, they criticized, uh, he criticized the controls, and he also, um, you know, and he also felt the game's combat was a was a quote redundant and largely and and, and largely and largely unexciting as far as the gameplay went. Yeah. So, I mean, like you know, like decent scores. I I think the scores are pretty like accurate for the most part, except for that ninety-one percent. It's like what they're smoking, but. Um, <laughs> you know, but, sometimes uh, weird people get into game reviewing jobs. True. And yes. So. So anyway, I mentioned before this. Uh, so, uh, as I mentioned before, this was a small company with a small print run. Um, uh, you know, like uh, you know, Cita was Cita had a U.S. branch, a branch, but they were never known as a, uh, um, you know, as a very like as a very perfect publisher. Um, even though I think most of our games are pretty good. You know, like looking at those terror games, I thought, uh, I mean, I thought most of our games are pretty solid. You know, at least the ones we got here in the West. But, um, and would you be surprised to find out, George? This, uh, George, this is actually a handful. Of, this is actually one of a handful of games that had that had that had reproductions made. Really. Yes. Huh. Because if it's like rarity, so. Okay, I guess that does make sense. So, um, there are copies of the game available online right now on eBay. Uh, not a lot, but uh, not a lot, but there are. I um, mean, but there are enough on there to give you some choices. Uh, for all three categories: uh, repro, carton, uh, carton, CIB. Um. 
at the time recording this. Nine copies were currently listed for sale. 16 copies like recently sold. Uh, the repros were pre-existing in pricing. Um, you know, all those repros sold for like $25. So that's not uh, too bad. No. Um, loose car prices varied wildly depending upon the condition and who was selling the game, it seems like. Um, you could have a beat-up copy with a torn label for $32. What? Uh, uh, or conversely, you can also have a pristine copy of the game card only for $155. How about I pay nothing and I don't get the game? <laughs> uh, yeah, and these are also prices, so by the way. Um, CIV gets worse, obviously. Um, there was um, uh, the cheapest CIV copy, uh, so for $142. Um, but the most, but the most, uh, but the most, but the most complete and pristine copy of the game, which also uh, a game, which also included a poster, your favorite thing, George, uh, which the other CIB copies did not include. Uh, Wait, why is the post poster my favorite? Well, you mentioned before I like posters a lot in games, so. Oh, okay. And this game, and this game, yeah, and this game is really shipped did have um, you know, you know, didn't include a poster. It was just like a, you know, you know, it, you know, it was just the box that the box cover art, but still was nice to have. So, uh, anyway, yeah, uh, because like that, the, that that poster being included really rejected the cost of the, the CIB copy so so recently for uh, that though, it commanded to, um, uh, like it was able to sell for two hundred fifty-five dollars. No, thanks. Wow. <laughs> So, uh, also as a side note, I, uh, you know, I understand people out there can't, like, can't see this, but I'm going to send George through our link, a copy of the Japanese uh, box art, which I think looks much better compared to what I got over here, you know, like in the States. So here it is. George. Oh yeah. That wouldn't pass. No. It's giving my children <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, we have complaints now about, like, you know, what was the recent story about how, um, oh, crap, there was a game that came out recently that, uh, game, 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 game that came out recently, 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 that parents are complaining about, like, uh, that the parents were complaining about, the, you know, giving their kids, like, nightmares. I um, really wouldn't know. Let me see if I can find that, like, real quick here. Um, yeah, so this, this cover, the Japanese cover, is, like, Dracula, or I guess a vampire, I should say. It's a Dracula. A Dracula mm -hmm. is is carrying this like unconscious woman um, as hell demons are are coming up from the bottom, and there's a little bit of fire. What the heck? And then like the castle or whatever is in the background, and it's all foggy, and it looks pretty cool actually. Hmm. This looks like. Something a metal band would put on the cover of their album. <laughs> yeah, that is what that looks like. Yeah, it does. Actually, that's a good point. You, yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, you're right. I do understand why they had to change it, like the U.S. release, but, um, you know, just a. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Like it wasn't a game. Um, you know, it, um, um, you, you know, it, you know, there was recent. There was re the recent. There was a re recent article in the Providence Journal, our local, our local paper here, complaining. Um, it was the parents complaining that billboards and ads like the It sequel, uh, that were terrifying their children. Wait, what game? Uh, what wasn't a game? It was a movie, the It sequel. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, they complained that the ads. The uh, um, you know, you know, you know, they complained the ad campaign, but the movie was like too graphic. Hmm. 
Which, maybe, I guess, you know, depends. But. Why can I not find the American cover for this? Uh, gotta have a picture out there somewhere. Uh, let me see if I can find it. So, uh, while I look for that, George, do you have any, like, final thoughts, like, on the game itself? Um, I think I said everything that I wanted to say. Um, like I said, it's a game that I wouldn't want to play, but maybe watch to see what it's like. Hmm. Oh, they actually, oh, they actually, they actually, they actually did use the Japanese, the Japanese cover art, at least part of the Japanese cover art, like the US box cover. Um, let me, uh. Oh, okay, so what I see is accurate. Yes. Okay. So. So I mean, uh, I mean. Okay, so it kind of uses the original yeah. art, but the original yeah, art is pretty good. Yes, it is. It's very, very good. So yeah. I mean, so um, oh and oh and this got rated. To, I, I, I um you know I've got this game came out during a time period in which the in which the ESB army like you know like with the like with the ESB you know the ESB the army existed. So yeah, yeah. But you know, kids to adults. Yeah, that yeah, that seems fair. But yep, that's uh, they would they would call that E for everyone now. Yes. So yes. I'm not sure I'd agree with. Uh, that yeah, is I'm not such sure. a weird rating. So, so the, yeah. the the way that ratings work, right? It's not mm. on like who should play it. It's like based off of who can play it. Like right. they have a basically a checklist of stuff. So like just because so there's no blood or anything mm -hmm. that's why it's a k to a rating but it doesn't mean that it is for kids mm -hmm. which is so misleading that's why they changed it to uh the everyone tag which still is not the best but it is more accurate than kids to adults um because that kind of meant like oh this is for kids or people would take mm -hmm. it as this is for kids right. um yeah so like um, like car simulator games like Forza and Gran Turismo, those obviously have the E for everyone tag, but like those games kind of aren't for children because it's like a huge like car driving simulator and you have to like know actually how to drive a car to really get a lot of play out of that game. Mm -hmm. That's right. just, uh, one of the examples I can think of about how like ratings are not for who should be playing it's like it's not, it, the rating is not like this is made for this it's like what is, what's in the game is like it's trying to it's like a, a not suggestion tool it's like a like like if there was blood like hey there's blood in here like for audience audiences that should experience this or te teen and up or whatever Stuff mm. like that. So, right, yeah. And people use the ESRB ratings as like, oh, this should be for kids then. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> so this game, this game is most definitely not for kids. No, definitely not. But, no. I, um, you know, like, you know, teens are fine playing it. For, or teens are fine playing it, playing it, I think. I, I, you know, I think if the game came out today, they could probably get like a T, like a T rating. Uh, I don't know. The ESRB and this country as a whole has been has been getting more and more lax on things. Like, 
things that were that are rated teen now would probably get a mature rating like 10 years ago like yeah. honestly i remember i remember getting ps2 games that were like rated mature and it was mostly rated mature because there was like profanity and stuff like that but like nowadays you can get away with a good amount of profanity before you know before you start using the f word and and the s word and all that stuff and then it, then it starts going into mature territory but like yeah if you look up like the evolution of game ratings and what what certain games have gotten on their like ratings and everything it's really changed hmm. um i think some games today honestly would probably get an adult rating like 10 years ago yeah you may be right about that so but anyway yeah so um um i was happy to so yeah, I was happy to check this game. Yes, 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 yeah. You know, I was happy. To, I was happy to check. To, to, I was happy to check this game out. Um, this game, this game does have a, uh, this game. This game actually does have a lot of fans online. So I think, um, I think I think it just depends upon what kind of game that you are and what you enjoy. Uh, that was strongly, you know, strongly determine, you know, how much you uh, feel, how much you like this game or not. Yeah, so, this was definitely a, a, an interesting game to look at, but. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, not my favorite. <laughs> Nowhere near yep. that, actually. Oh, yep. Fair enough. I, uh, you know, you, I, you, know, I did not hate it as much as you did. I, I do agree the game has flaws, but you know, it's definitely not a great game. I think it's like a, a you know, like a, a decent game. So, um, you know, you know, people who enjoy similar games, you know, who never heard of this game, as I'm sure most of our audience out there has not, uh, you know, I would encourage you to check it out at least. But, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, one last thing to finish up to finish up with. Um, I, the difficulty I thought was okay for the most part, but these are really hard boss fights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, these boss fights are very difficult. So There should be, like, real... difficulty ratings on video games and be like, hey, this game is pretty difficult. Don't pick it up. Yeah, and I don't think you have the option to change the difficulty in the menu. So, uh, the, the, uh, yeah, I don't uh, remember uh, any of that. Yeah, from the menu screen. Just like you, um, so. It's just know. like, hey, good luck. Also, you're going to get your butt kicked. But this was also from time period. Yeah, but this is also, also like a time period like people didn't have as much money to spend on games or didn't have access to the game libraries they do now. So they expected to have a game for like six months or so. Um, you know, like to beat it. This so. is back when people were crazy. And if a game was difficult, they would just keep playing it and enjoy the torture. Yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Friday Thirteenth, the NES comes with that. Um, oh no! You can play right to mind for that. Oh. So. But which nowadays I like, you know, like nowadays it's so different though, because like if a game yeah. is not like super duper great or anything, it's it's a bad game. Which is like, mm. excuse me. Yeah. Like so. if it has any flaws that people don't like, it's like no, this is a bad game. It's like what? I don't know. Maybe I just have tolerance to games that aren't like the best, but are like all right to play. Because I mean, I grew up in like the PlayStation PS2 era, where like there were a lot, a lot, and I, I, I know I'm basically preaching to the choir right now. But like <laughs> in the era that I grew up in, there were a lot of shovelware and just crappy games that weren't super great, or some games were just way too difficult and 
but uh, yeah, it's totally different now. And a lot of games have accessibility options now for colorblind people and disabled people. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm honestly, I'm not really angry at games getting easier to play. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just some games just lose their depth, which is upsetting. Sure. Yeah, I'll agree with that. But, yeah. You know, you know, but but you know, but you know, at least we, you know, at least we, you know, at least we have a lot more options options out there for games. Oh now, yeah, we? we have like the options compared to uh, even just in the PlayStation era compared right. to now. It's <laughs> just uh, you can't really compare it. Yeah. 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 yeah so yes, yeah, so I guarantee you that you. Yes, I guarantee you that anybody out there that can find a game that they like. Um, you know, like if you, uh, I'm your example. I mean, for example, if you want a very difficult, you, you know, difficult game series, um, you know, you know, the, you know, you know, there's always the Dark Souls games. So, no. but you know, so you always have things to fall back on depending upon your taste. So, and if it's you're, good. and if you're, you know, if you're disabled, now you can get an Xbox One, get one of those adaptive. Yep. What are they called? I forget what they're called. There's some kind of special yeah. controller yep. peripheral that you get, and you right. can customize your controls so if you those if have been around since the if NES your hands days, aren't very good or if they're a lot more something like that you can yeah they're a lot better like these days like for sure oh so. yeah because it's it's totally customizable back then you had to get like yeah. a specific controller that was made for you and i couldn't yeah, imagine right. how expensive that got but yeah. now it's like a geez what is it like a 40 dollar peripheral or something you can get and something like that yes you right, hook yeah. it up and you set it up and that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of uh, I see a, a lot of disabled vets um, play on the Xbox One with that that adaptable controller thing, which is really nice. Some use like foot pedals for certain yeah. buttons, and it's, it's 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 amazing. And those people those people get really good at those controls, and they're better than a lot of like just normal controller using people. Oh yeah, it's, yep. It's awesome. Yep, it's really awesome. Yep. Sure. Like, you know, um, yeah, 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 the controls are also easier to use these days. I mean, like, for example, like, I remember reading an article way back when, it was when I was a kid, of, like, about how Nintendo provided special controllers uh, for kids in the hospital uh, who were, um, uh, uh, who were, like, paralegic, who couldn't use their arms or legs. Yeah. And um, so they rigged the controller so that, like, that was controlled by a straw. Um, you... You blew the straw to, to use the A button and, uh, button and stuck it out of the straw like to use the B button. So that's how you like play the game. Oh god, I can't imagine like certain games where kids are just hyperventilating because they have to hit the A and B buttons alternatively. <laughs> oh god. Right. Um Yeah. yeah video game video, video games are more accessible now. Yeah. Yeah, yep, exactly. So I mean like you know, it worked, it it worked, it, it, it you know, it just wasn't the most ideal ideal solution. Like now, you know, um it's like you know, they're a lot better, so but Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so uh, that'll wrap up this episode. Um, <laughs> but you cannot play this game with your feet, and you cannot play it with a straw. Um, and, no. Uh, why would you want to? <laughs> no, you want every advantage you can get, like this game. So, um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, um, oh yeah, fun. So fun. So fun. So fun. Check out the unknown game. Uh, we're checking out. Well, immediately said another. At uh, least well, immediately said another unknown game. Next the next episode. I, I don't know if you played this game, George, but um, uh, have you um, have you played this already? Uh, nope. Okay. So what are we covering next time? Uh, it's Super Fire Pro Wrestling X Premium. 
Which is Japanese only game, right? Yes. This okay. one specifically, right. yes. Yeah. Yeah, most I don't yeah, most I don't think if any of those came over here to like I was, PlayStation yeah, I was say, or something. Yeah, I was gonna say something I think all the like games that. from this time period were all Japanese only before the series started coming over here to the West. So um but anyway, yeah, it should be fun. So Yeah, I I'm gonna have to teach you actually how to play the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. You can do so then like you know, like like through texting or messages or messages later on to if you want to, but um okay. Duly warned, thanks. <laughs> yep. It's one um, of those games. Okay then. Um if you if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, etc., wanna you wanna um, want to recommend a game, a game yourself, please feel free to check us out on either Facebook or you can also send me the email directly to the SNES podcast at uh, we also have we also have a Patreon, uh, www.patreon.com forward slash the SNES podcast, where for as little as a dollar a month you can get some cool like some cool perks that's being shouted out um like in every episode, like I'm doing right now with Chad, David, Corey, and Sudan. Thank you very much for like your help. Um and for, you know for support. Um, or we, uh, higher tiers also give you things like dictating a game, uh, 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 like access to the episodes and that, um, that kind of stuff. So, uh, George, where can people like find you at? Uh, well, if you use Twitter, that's a thing, I guess. Uh, do you hear me talk about Borderlands 3? <laughs> that came out recently. Um, yes, it did. Yep. yeah. So if you're, uh, if you use that. Uh, I'm on Twitter. My handle is at underscore derpkin underscore. That is at underscore D-E-R-P-K-I-T-T-E-N underscore. And that's about it. All right. So uh, uh, so uh, many thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, as a final thought, um, you know, I actually enjoy, like, you know, the vampires quite a lot. It's kind of like, you know... Um, I uh, you know, like you know, as far as you know, as far as source of fiction, like I've read Bram Stoker's Dracula. I've seen most of the movies. Uh, I mean, uh, I, um, you know, it's a, you know, you know, it's a good character I've used right and I've used right. And I think this game, even though, like, even though, like, even though he's only used as protagonist in the final boss fight, I, um, you know, it, you know, like, you know, it makes for a good setting. So I do think the setting, at least, you know, you know, certainly gives the game a lot of like, credibility because I don't, I, I don't think this game would have had the same punch. If it was just like just like generic, generic horror monster X. I'm kind um, of tired of the whole vampire zombie thing because it's so done to death yeah. now. Yeah, but, I can see you know, that, if it was but... like ten years ago, like yeah, yeah, you could be creative with that stuff. But everyone's just done it to death. So but... yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, um, uh, uh, as a final thought, uh, 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 there is a there is a there is a Dracula adventure game for the Sega CD and PC uh, that was done by Icom, yes. Uh, yes. the same company that um, the same company that made the that made the Shadowgate games. Uh, it's very good. I, I mean, you know, I, you know, if you have the means to play it, I, I definitely recommend checking it out because it's a fun game. Yep, and I have a final thought, and that is goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Take care. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep power.